So as our custom, we always talked about last week and kind of do a quick review. So last week, we talked about uh, God dying for our sins and what we owe him, right? Yeah. And we found out that what we owe him for doing that is nothing. Right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> nothing material, I should say. Amen. 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 Because we all have given him our lives. That's right. Amen. Amen. But I don't want what the Lord and the Lord showed me this. It's like he wanted to keep us from under the law. And the law, because we can't, we can't do the law. That's why he came and died for That's us. Right. We couldn't keep the law. Yeah. Amen. The letter killeth. Yeah. It's the spirit of God that gives life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So the Lord showed me that what he did for us on that cross was a free gift. Yeah. And if I give my wife a gift, what does she owe me? Yeah. Nothing. It was a gift. Yeah. Amen. Same thing. He gave us his only beginning. He said he gave them to us. He so loved the world. What did he do? He gave us his only begotten son. He didn't loan them. Uh, sell them or we got to owe him something. Amen. He gave him to us. Amen. Oh, we thank him for that, don't we? Paid the sin debt for us in full. The sin debt is paid in full, say to God. Everybody say amen to that. We don't owe anything. He, he was the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. But what we do do is thank him a whole lot. <laughs> what did he say? Enter my gates with thanksgiving. Uh, and my courtyard with praise. We thank him. Praise him a whole lot. And he ain't forcing us to do that. We don't hold it to him. Huh? We do it because we love him. Yeah. What does he really want us to do, saints? Love him. Jesus said, Jesus said, they said Jesus, you know, the Pharisees were playing the dozen with Jesus, right? Because they always do that. Yeah. They said, well, what's the, what's the first commandment? What's the greatest one? He said, the greatest one? Love the Lord thy God yeah. with all your heart and all your strength and all your might. And then I want y'all to love each other same way. Amen. He said, Amen. You know that funny? You have, you have fulfilled the whole law. <laughs> Praise God. God is something else, isn't he? Yes, he, uh, is. he just wants us to love him. See, if we love him, we get it right. And he knows that. That's why he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You, know, you ain't keeping them because oh, I want to do it. Oh, I can do this law. I can work my way into heaven. You can forget about that. You're not working your way into heaven. You're doing it because you love him because he died for us and you just want to and, 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 and anybody who laid down his life for you, you're going to love him. Amen. You're going to love that. Ooh, they took the bullet. Let somebody come in here with a bullet. I don't want to jump in front of you. Pastor, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that bullet, it was coming for me. He just want us to love him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, we love you today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah to you. Thank you. We say thank you, thank you, and thank you again, Lord Jesus. He saved us. He delivered us. He made us free. Yay. And who the Son set free? Free. It's free indeed. We are free. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I could imagine how them slaves felt. Huh? 
He said, what? I mean, I know they couldn't even believe it. We free. They didn't even know how to be free. What do we do, Master? I can't leave you because I don't know what to do. He set us free. He made us free. Amen. Scripture say he made us free. See, if you get set free, you might get caught up again. Amen. You set free for this book. But the Bible says he made us free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. No, nah, you're wrong about that. Let's try it again. You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. That's what it says. Praise God. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, Lord. There's no way to repay, but we sure love them, and we sure are grateful. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. But you know what's the hottest thing out right now? It's the coronavirus. Oh. The coronavirus is running rampant. Say amen to that. Amen. It's attacking everybody you can attack. Amen. I just heard this morning, Reverend Jesse Jackson is, was... It is in the hospital right now with the corona and his wife. And they said he, he was vaccinated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you are. Amen. They, it was questionable about his wife. They didn't know if his wife was or not. But they actually showed a video of him being vaccinated. Yes. Amen. Amen. In the early morning prayer, thanks to God, on Wednesday, the coronavirus came up, the vaccination. Amen. Amen. I mean, should, should you get it or should you not? That's the question. Hallelujah. Something, Hallelujah. everybody should get it. What the world say? What the government say? Everybody's supposed to get it, right? Everybody. You know what they say? Yeah. Amen. And it's equivalent throughout everything. Throughout the government. Everybody should be vaccinated. That's yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. But my question to you today is, is the vaccine really for everybody? That's the question. Oh, I have to put that one out there. Uh, I haven't been talking about that, but, I, you know, I take everything to the Lord. Yes. Uh, when y'all say things to me, I just take it to the Lord. Yes, Lord. Because I don't know everything, but he does. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. Yeah. And he's my father and your father. We can talk to him. So I do. Amen. Amen. So I took it to the Lord. Lord, is this vaccine for everybody? That's what they're saying. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is this like a one size fit all situation with this vaccine? My question is one medicine that everyone must take. Is that, is that really how it should be? Y'all quiet. Huh? I, 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 tr I truly don't believe it's one medication that everybody's supposed to take. I don't believe that. Amen. But I do believe in vitamins and minerals and those things can help us, you know, live better lives and keep our immune systems healthy. Amen. That's for everybody. But drugs, man, I, don't, I don't believe that's so. Amen. And I'll make this case today. Thank you, Jesus. Based on the word of God. Amen. 
<laughs> not based on my feelings, yeah. what I feel, what I think, what I did or what I didn't do. I'm just going to base it on the word of God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I know I talked to my, my spiritual father, Pastor Brian, who was vaccinated. Pastor Brian told me, Pastor Mayville, I got the vaccination. I'm almost up in my 70s and, you know, it's affecting older folks, so I got the vaccination. I said, well, that's awesome, Pastor Brian, but the Lord hasn't shown me that. It just doesn't sit right in my spirit. Amen? And he gave me the most awesome, wisest answer. <laughs> huh? Pastor Brian is wise. You know what he said to me? And I want, I want all y'all to catch this revelation right here. He said, well, if it doesn't sit right in your spirit with the Lord, then don't do it. Then he said this. If you do it, you're good. And if you don't do it, you're good. How can he say that? Because you're in Christ. In Christ, there's no losing. It's a win-win situation. Whether it's not about you and what you do. Oh, we got to get that right there, saints. Uh, in Christ, if you're on the, on the valley, you way up here, you're winning. Okay? But what I mean, if you're on the on the hilltop, but what about when you get in the valley, when you're down low and you're in Christ? What happens then? You still win it. Amen. Why? Because he's, matter of fact, the scripture says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So at your weakest moment, when you all the way down and look, you really, he said, I'm resting on on you. God says when you are at your lowest moment I'm resting on you. And he proved it when my son passed away. I was at my very lowest moment. Yes, Lord. And the Lord just rested on me. Had me doing what I'm doing right now. I had never been in front of no people preaching no word. Lord just put the word in me that day. I'm sitting, I'm in the tub getting ready to go to the funeral. And the Lord gave me the word. It was so, it was so, it, at your weakest moment in Christ, you're still winning. So when Pastor Brian told me that, it just brought all that back to my memory. He said, if you take it, you're going to be fine. And if you don't take it, you're still going to be fine. So he said, it's just a choice you got to make. I thought that was, it was just so much wisdom in that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to give you an illustration, though. Look at this illustration right here. Let's take uh, let's take uh, blood pressure. Somebody got high blood pressure. Amen. Right. A lot of folks got high blood pressure. Amen. Amen. And they take taking blood pressure medicine, right? To control their high blood pressure. Amen. Right? Yes. Right. A lot of folks got high blood pressure and they on medication to control it. Well, should everybody take it? No. I say that's a little different. Should everybody take high blood pressure medicine? Only if needed. Uh, well, well, but what? But see, you're going to get old and your blood pressure is going to probably go up, so you probably need to take it too. But y'all say no. <laughs> everybody don't need to take blood pressure medicine. <laughs> that's not a med medication that can fit everybody. No. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I don't think so either. The coronavirus, saints of God, is exactly what its name says it is. It's a virus. 
<laughs> That's what it is. It's not a death sentence. It's a virus. Amen. But the coronavirus seems to be deadly in people who have compromised immune systems. Isn't that, is that right? Amen. Amen. If that immune system is weakened, that coronavirus can take you out of here. So if you have a compromised immune system, you may want to take that vaccine. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's something. Let me ask you a question. How does your immune system get weakened anyway? It's a good question, right? How does the immune system get weakened? Because, you know, when the corona, when it first came out, it was really affecting older folks. And we know as you get older, you know, you get weaker a lot of times and your immune system, you know, is deteriorating. And But how does it, and the babies, they weren't, they wasn't really being affected. You think, wow, I'm grown. I should be able to fight this thing in a little baby, you know, but the babies weren't being affected. Why? They have strong immune systems. They don't have weak immune systems. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you how these immune systems get weakened. You know how immune systems get weakened? By smoking, by drinking, a lot of stress in your life. This is how you weaken your immune system. They say stress is a straight killer. Yeah. Amen. Y'all heard that? Oh, I'm telling you something new. Stress is a killer. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Poor nutrition. This is how your immune system gets weak. In addition, the immune system is weakened by drugs, thanks to God, hear me, and medications. Drugs are foreign to your body. Yeah. And the body, through your immune system, is designed to fight off foreign things that enter into it. Man. God is awesome, isn't he? He created your body like that. Yeah. To fight off things automatically, if they're not to be there, your body will automatically fight them off. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why drugs have side effects. What's the side effect? The side effect is your body fighting off the drug you just put into it. Now it has to cure whatever's ailing you and fight off that foreign thing that you put in it. Whatever. You know, some got the vaccination, right? And they say, oh, I got the vaccination. I felt weak. I felt tired. My arm squelled up. But that's your immune system. They're saying, what is this foreign thing? <laughs> let, me make, let me make you tired so you can lay down so I can fight this thing off. It don't know. It just knows this thing is foreign to the body. <laughs> they don't feel well, some folks, when they get the vaccination. Amen. Because the body is fighting against it, too. The key to good health, period, saints, is a strong immune system. Do you hear me? Amen. When God in his infinite wisdom created us, he formed in our body a built-in defense system. Are you hearing me? It's called the immune system. So what do you want to do? You want to maintain your immune system. Amen. What was AIDS? AIDS was an immune deficiency disease. And they say, well, well, the AIDS is killing you. But it really wasn't the AIDS. 
the age was attacking the immune system. Once your immune, immune system is defeated, it can't do anything. Anything can come along and kill you. You have nothing to fight it off. Amen. Amen. It's a, it's a, it's a weakened immune system, saints of God, that we don't want. Amen. It has to be strong. They say, oh, they had AIDS, but they died of pneumonia. Why? Because the body couldn't fight it off. And it's the, the AIDS, and that, that virus had destroyed their immune system. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for creating an immune system in us. And we want to maintain that immune system. Everybody say amen to that. Let me say this to you. Taking drugs is not how you maintain your immune system. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you do it. How do we maintain the immune system, being Pastor? <laughs> you, you maintain your immune system through proper diet. Amen. Through regular exercise. Makes, that builds it up. Amen. Through hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. You got to drink a lot of water. Amen. You all know we about 60% water. Amen. You all know that? Yes. <laughs> oh, they get dehydrated and see what happens. Man, I'll be rushing you to the hospital. <laughs> we got to hydrate. It says the brain and heart itself is about 73% of water. Did you all know that? God was putting this in me. I was like, wow. Lungs, 83% water. <laughs> like, wow, Lord. What else builds the immune system? Plenty of sleep. Amen. You got to get some rest. Amen. Helps build up your immune system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and minimize the stress in your life. Thank you, Jesus. You know how you do that? <laughs> what you're doing today? Thank you, Jesus. Spend some time with the Lord. That's how you minimize stress in your life. Yeah. What did Jesus say? My yoke is easy. Yeah. My burden is light. <laughs> Come to me, all who are heavy, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. That's how you get that stress off of you. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you. That's how you get stress off of you. Amen. Uh, that's what makes that immune system so strong. Oh, I got you. I want you all to see this. But what about the people, thanks to God, that don't have a compromised immune system? This is my question to you. Here's my other question. Should they get vaccinated also? Their, their immune system is good. <laughs> Should a person who has a very strong immune system get vaccinated? Should a person who, who don't have high blood pressure take blood pressure medicine? I mean, it's real easy. Amen. <laughs> person has a, the, the, so let, let, me, let me make this clear. The vaccination is not increasing your immune system. Please don't believe that. Amen. They say what it's doing is if you get it, they don't even say it's not stopping you from getting it. We see Jesse on what's going on. If you get it, it just won't be so bad for you. Now with the revelation? Well, if you have a strong immune system and you get it, it's not going to be bad for you. Amen. Your immune system, that's why they, what they call it, they got that word for asystematic person having walking around with it and don't even don't even know it why because their immune system is so powerful 
Little sister, like, oh no, you're not touching nothing up in here. Get up. You can live in that little space that does nothing. That's your place you can live. And we're gonna get you out of there quick as we can. Huh? Oh, thank you, Jesus. People who don't have a compromised immune system should not be running in and getting no shots. Now, I know the government said everybody's supposed to get it, right? But I don't roll with the government. Not this one. I, I, I go with this one. Amen. I'm just putting it out there. I want you to know. I wanted you to be clear. Amen. And I'm going to show it to you. I'm just talking to you right now. Oh, y'all know we going to the scriptures. I'm just talking right now. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know what happens when you take medications, saints? They have side effects. Say amen to that. Amen. One huge problem I have with the vaccine is they don't tell you what the side effects are. Huh? We, we found it out when people's blood started getting all clogged, super dangerous. You go and get a shot, and all of a sudden you get some blood clots in your body, and that blood clot and go to your heart. That's, that's extremely dangerous. They didn't tell us nothing about it. And then when, when we find out, they said, well, you know, that's one in 5,000 or whatever the odds are. Don't quote me on that because I don't know the statistics. Yeah. But all I know is this. I don't want to be the one. I do know that. I can tell you that statistic. Be one in a trillion. I'm not trying to be the one in the trillion. Amen. Okay. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Question, anybody here want to be the one? I just, I'm curious, anybody on Zoom want to be the one? Uh, that, one no. that one in the trillion? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Here's some more truth for you, saints of God. The FDA, who's the FDA? The Food and Drug Administration. Never okayed the vaccine. Did you all know that? They didn't, they didn't okay that vaccine. <laughs> Uh, they just said, hey, we're going to get it in as many arms as we can get it in. It's a false sense of security. Huh? Why are people still getting My neighbor, okay, I'm just going to talk what I know because y'all know all I got is true. My neighbor, he got vaccinated. Yeah, I got the vaccination. He got sick in the whole house. Now, I can't say that all of them get it. I don't know. Get the vaccination. They all got sick though. But I don't know if they are, but I know he got it. Amen. I'm just sharing some facts with you all today. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know, God been sending us messages, powerful ones, like trust God only. Whatever you, whatever you do, run it, put it in the GPS. What's the GPS? God's positioning system. Amen. Amen. Global Amen. positioning system. And what was the what was the question he asked us that day? If you know the way to where you're going. Should you still put it in the GPS? Yes. That was the question, right? And we find out, yeah, always put it in the GPS. Yes. Amen. Yes. God's position says he will let you know things like what I'm telling you now. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we don't know the side effects, and it wasn't approved by the FDA. Hallelujah, Lord. 
1997, when I was researching this, the Food and Drug Administration administration deemed it legal to advertise medication on television. But the manufacturers was just telling you that good stuff. Amen. Amen. But the FDA wanted to tell you the risk associated with taking those drugs. Y'all remember? <laughs> I see some of these commercials now, I'm shaking my head. Because what do they do? They play that nice, sweet music. Just take this. It might cause you to stroke. It might cause you the, the, the dizziness. It may cause nausea. You may, you may can't even stand up no more. But it's blase is me. Just take it. You don't do doing goes right off. What is that? Oh, y'all know y'all saw those commercials. Well, I'm the only one see them. Y'all looking at me like y'all passing me. Never seen all. I'm the only one see those commercials. Huh, playing all that sweet music and telling you what that medication is going to do, the side effects. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Before you take medication, saints, you should know what the side effects are. Then you can make an a, a, a educated decision. Well, this is ailing me, and this is going on, <laughs> these side effects. Okay, yeah, this outweighs that. I'll take it. Huh? I know when I had that extreme headache, before this coronavirus was popular, amen, I popped them ibuprofen like Tic Tacs, amen. And it got some side effects. I was reading about it when God was putting this into me. But I know that headache, whatever was what that was, it outweighed with them side effects. Because it sure got rid of that headache. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So don't think I'm up here drug bashing. I'm not. But I'm just saying, be smart about it. Before you take medications, you should know the side effects. The Bible says, consider the whole matter. Do you know that? When you're doing things, you want to consider everything. They don't tell you what you're going to consider. This is what we're telling you. Everybody needs to be vaccinated. That's it. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> you got to be aware of the side effects, thanks to God. Let me give you a few. Here we go. I was looking this up. Something else, I'll tell you. Like diabetes medication. I don't, I'm not going to call out no specific names. But if you're a diabetic, you know, your body is not creating sugar or insulin correctly. Amen. You may have to take some medication for that. But when I was looking, when God was putting this in me, some of that medication can cause nausea, can cause heartburn, it can cause fatigue, just make you tired. I know when I, so sometimes I talk to people who come home and they're, they're getting, what do they call it? Insulin. Yeah. And they are just so tired. And many times if I have an appointment when they come home from that, they say, you know what, Mr. Mayfield, can you come back another day? Or can you come this day? Because I'm just really tired. And that's what this says. It causes fatigue, dizziness. How you, but you know, but at least you know what the side effects are. Huh? High blood pressure medication. A lot of that. It says it causes dizziness sometimes, drowsiness, chest pain, loss of appetite, leg pain. Amen. But you, but at least you know. They say these heartburn medications some kind can cause constipation, bloating. Huh? At least you know, saints of God. Pain relievers sometimes could cause stomach upset. You know, when they say that's why they want you to eat before you take it. Amen. Uh, 
tendonitis. These are pain relievers now. Addiction. Addiction, amen. Say it, amen to God. Nausea, amen. But at least you know what the side effects are. Amen. I'm going to give you this, and then I'm going to move on. The one, uh, this one shocked me. Because as I was, as God was putting this in me, he showed me, I, I saw the 10 most deadliest medications. I'm just going to give you the number one. Y'all know what the number one was? I couldn't believe it. People take this all the time. Tylenol. I couldn't believe it. I said, Tylenol. Everybody pop that. <laughs> they said, that's one of the deadliest medications you can take. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The, the, the vaccine, saints of God, does not list the side effects. They don't tell you what they are, saints. And because they don't know. It's too new. They had to put this thing together and get it in some arms so we can feel uh, halfway secure. You know, they had to come up with something. Man. But again, it's not approved by the FDA. I was just reading. They talking about approving it, huh? <laughs> but it's not right now. Thank you, Jesus. But deciding whether you want to take the vaccine or not, saints, is an individual decision based on a whole bunch of factors. I want you all to know that. Amen. 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 It's not a one size fits all. So please don't believe the hype. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. And, but this decision is really separating folks too. Amen. You know, the haves and the have nots. You know, the, and everybody's the, the big blame game is going on. Some people say, hey, it's y'all unvaccinated folks that's messing everything up. <laughs> y'all just get vaccinated. And then you know what the other folks say? <laughs> I hear both sides. The other folks say, no, it's y'all vaccinated folks that's messing everything up. Because y'all feel like, oh, we ain't got to wear no mask. We vaccinated. We good. We can go wherever we want to go. We want to go to La La Palooza? How are we going? Did you get vaccinated? Go right on in. Huh? We, we okay. We, we don't have to do that. Amen. <laughs> but but here's, here's, a, here's some confirmation. That's a false sense of security. Here, here we go. Here go to confirmation. I'm going to give it to y'all from them. Just the other day, they said, if you're vaccinated or if you're not vaccinated, guess what? You're wearing a mask. Huh? Oh, but I thought the vaccination was, uh, I was in good shape. What did they say? I don't care if you are vaccinated, put the mask on and wear them in school too. Huh? That's a lot of confirmation right there. Yeah. But you know what? Let me say this. This is off the record. I, I'm getting off of this and this is just in my spirit. Because it's, it's, it's prejudice in everything. You know, I remember when I first graduated from DeVry. I was really blessed, and I met this couple. They lived on a boat on Belmont Harbor. And I, you know, I asked the lady her address, and she said, "Well, we live on a boat." I said, "You live on a boat?" I said, "That's pretty cool." Hey, I'm getting ready to go on a computer consulting job for some people who live on a boat, and they had it going. They had five corporations. They wanted me to build them a database to control all their corporate. I mean, it was amazing, and it was good friends would call me every year. But you know what the, the, the prejudice is with that? I couldn't believe it. The lady sat down and she was telling me. She said, blow boaters, which are sailboaters, you know, they just, the wind sails the boat. Right. What they don't like 
uh, engine boaters, huh? Because they say they mess up the environment, all that stuff going in the water and all. And so I said, and that day, I said, it's a prejudice in everything. <laughs> no, they call it motor boaters. The blow boaters don't like the motor boaters. Amen. And I just said, and, and, and that's what's going on with this thing. I said, I'd have to say this. The vaccinated folks are mad at the unvaccinated folks. Uh, and the unvaccinated folks, I mean, we, we're looking like, I don't need that. I don't care what you say. Uh, I did the research. Uh, I'm in front of the Lord. You know, so it's, it's just, it's just, it's, 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 it's creating a separation, amen, in people. I just wanted to show you that. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. But the Bible tells us things to count the cost, whatever we do. Weigh all the facts and factors and whatever you do, don't succumb to peer pressure. Amen. And I talked to my grandson right here. Grandson, listen, I don't care if everybody is doing it. You do you. Hear me? Don't do things because everybody else do it. Amen. Yeah. Do it. Do what the Lord is telling you to do. Huh? And whatever you do, this is what the scriptures say. Don't succumb to the rudiments of this world. Hey. Don't do that. Amen. You do, you do not want, oh, but the whole world is doing it. You probably shouldn't be doing it. Amen. Amen. The Bible talks about that straight and narrow way that a very few find. That's, right. That's the road you want to be on. That straight and narrow road, but very, very few find that one. But that broad road, everybody is doing that. Amen. Don't go on the broad road, grandson. Hear me. Please hear me. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some people think if you don't get the vaccination, you're just not wise. I heard this. Amen. You're not walking in wisdom if you don't get the vaccination. <laughs> well, that, that thinking right there is contrary to the word of God. That's why I'm glad I'm not ignorant to this world. Remember that? Remember that uh, message? You can be ignorant to anything in this world, and we all are ignorant to something. But Demetrius, don't be ignorant to the word of God. Amen. You want to know that. Amen. Amen. All this other stuff. How, well, how far is the, the sun from the earth? I don't know. <laughs> but I ain't going to be ignorant to this right here, though. <laughs> I'm going to know this. The word of God is God. Who all know God? <laughs> if you don't know this word, you don't know him. Amen. You just know a creature, uh, somebody you created in your head or didn't create in your head. Because God is the word. The beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word is God. <laughs> you want to know that. Amen. That's what you don't want to be ignorant to. Amen. But some say, hey, you know what? You like wisdom. You know, it's, it's the devil and all that foolishness. <laughs> but what does the scripture say about wisdom? Let's see. Let's see who all know God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's what the scriptures say. Amen. It don't say nothing about, if you don't get the vaccination, you are not wise. It said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning. It just begun in you. 
What is the fear of the Lord? When you begin to reverence God and respect him and go crazy when you, when you talk about him and praising and worshiping him. Yeah. Amen. Uh, that's the fear of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Now you're wise. Now he can show you to do some things that you were doing. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. See, so wisdom starts when you start fearing God. Not when you choose vaccinations or anything else. Amen. Let me give y'all my opinion. Y'all want my opinion? In my opinion, the coronavirus is the overlay for the underplay. I want to put a hood on y'all. I want to hurt on y'all that time. Uh, overplay for the under, not overlay for the underplay. That's hood paradigm, saints. Amen. But let's get into this word, amen, because y'all know that's what I really want to do, right? I just shared that with you all, but I really want to get into the word of God, because we are in the last days. Who agree with that? Just say amen. Uh, we're in the last days. Uh, it's obvious. We see, we see so many of the signs, don't we? Uh, but let me show you one right now. This one, the Lord showed me this. It really blew my mind. And then turn to Revelation chapter 13. Let's get into this revelation. Amen. Amen. Revelation chapter 13. It says, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Now, here, this is John talking about how he was standing on the sand of the sea. And he saw this beast come up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns. Huh? And upon his horns, I got the, I got the, uh, uh, if you feel I think your mic is loud, I'm going to shut this down. I think that your mic is getting like feedback. Oh, I'm sorry. If you can mute your mic. Yes. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So here it is. This beast that John saw rising out of the sea, thanks to God, represents the political systems and leaders which John describes as beasts. Thank you, Jesus. Hold on a second. Okay, I turned it off on our end, but it still was giving feedback on there. I don't know how to do it. You do it. Let me see if I mute all. Because I, I don't want you to miss this. I don't want them to miss it either. Okay, I muted them all except mine, so it's good. Mine's is moving. Praise God. All right, I'm going to break this first scripture down for you right here. You know, the Lord uses me to break it down to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. I remember that in school. They give you that equation and say, now break this down to the lowest common denominator. That's what I'm getting ready to do right now. So, the beast that John saw rising out of the sea is represented by the political system and the leaders in the political system. Amen. Which John describes them as beasts. Huh? <laughs> but the sea here represents the Gentile nations of the world from which the beast comes out of. 
Amen. The, but the main thing I want you to see about this scripture right here is that they are all ruled by Satan. And you say, well, why, why would you say that? See, you saw these, these, this, this, uh, this beast coming out with all these horns and crowns on them. And, you know, so that represents authority, presidents, yeah. leaders of countries. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But he said, and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. See, that's the devil. So he's saying to us in this scripture, Satan is ruling all the nations. Yes. Well, the saints of God are not surprised at that. Yeah. We're not surprised at that, are we? No. We're not. I mean, what did Jesus say about it? Jesus called him the ruler of the world, prince of this world. Yeah. Huh? Jesus just called him out. Amen. Okay, I'm going to read y'all that scripture. Amen. Here we go. That scripture is found in John chapter 14. And look at verse 29. This is Jesus talking. Jesus said, and now I have told you before it come to pass that when it has come to pass, you might believe. Huh? Jesus said, I'm going to tell you before it even happened. So when it happened, you know I told it to you. Get that in. Write that down. So he's telling us something today before it happened. So when it happened, you will know. Amen. Then look at verse 30. It says, hereafter, I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world cometh and have nothing in me. Who was he talking about? Satan. Satan was coming. Jesus said, I'm, I'm going to talk to you right now. And but then when I get out of here, the prince of this world, he called Satan the prince of this world. He said, he's coming, but he can't find, I don't have nothing for him. Ooh, I won't get to that point. He can't touch nothing in me. Amen. Amen. I don't have that lust of the flesh in me no more. Amen. Amen. All right, let me get you another scripture. Y'all still ain't with me. Okay, watch this. Watch this. So Satan took Jesus after he had that long fast. He was on that 40-day fast. Took him up to the, to the mountain. And said, look over there. Look over, look over that mountain. Jesus looked over the mountain. He said, you see all that glory and that honor down there? It belongs to that's what Satan told Jesus. It belongs to me. However, if you worship me, I'll give it to you. Whoo, Lord, he told our Savior that. We see a lot of folks, they're so out of order with all this wealth. We figure, how did they get wealth? Because he's going to give it to them if they choose to worship him. Yeah. And it messes up our youth because they see all these rappers out here and they got all this money and they find it and they think that's the way it is. That ain't the way it is. It's fake. It's the overplay for the underlay. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Don't yeah. believe the hype. Mm. Lord, have mercy. Don't try to look like them. Don't dress like them. Don't do none of that. Oh, I love this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. He's going to take Jesus up. It said to the pinnacle. That's the highest point of, of this, whatever he was on, the temple or whatever. And said, look down there. I own all of that. And now I'll give it to you if you just worship me. And what did Jesus tell him? It is written. <laughs> I worship the Lord thy God. What? Only. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Huh, I'm just trying to prove the point that Satan is running all this. Now, this is what John is seeing with this, with this, this, this dragon coming out with this beast, he called it, with all these crowns, and Satan is influencing because it said upon his head was the name of blasphemy. Do me a favor. Saints, go to, go to Revelation. Go to chapter 13. Young Amman. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 9. It says, if any man have a ear, let him hear. If you got an ear today, you got to hear this, saints of God. Amen. Amen. It says, anybody that have an ear to hear, let them hear. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Look at verse 10. It says, he, he that lendeth into captivity, leadeth into captivity, shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. So this scripture is confirming a whole lot of work. This telling us pretty much because we know God is just and fair, right? He's a just God. He's a fair God. He's a faithful God. And it's really telling us Whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. Yeah. Hmm? That's what it's, it's just saying. It, it's just saying it in another way. You lead into captivity, you're going to go into captivity. If you put that out, you're going to get that back. Yeah. If you kill with the sword, you're going to be killed with the sword. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then it says, this powerful thing it says, here is the patience and the faith of the saints. <laughs> wow. That's all about us. We the saints. Say amen to that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know what that's telling us? God's people must remain patient. Come on. And faithful. That's all it's saying. Don't see when you see all this hype, all this mess going on. Remain patient and faithful. Amen. That's what you do. Look at verse 13. No, 11. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. Now John is seeing another beast. He's coming up out of the earth. And he said, this one had two horns like a lamb. Huh? And, but he spake like a dragon. Y'all better catch this revelation. Right? I'm going to go slow. I'm not going to let you miss it. Amen? <laughs> See, listen to me, saints of God. Satan has a unholy trinity. You know, God has, his trinity is God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, but it's only one God. Amen. Amen. But Satan, who is what? A counterfeiter, right? He's a yeah, copycat. Yeah. He has no power, right? Satan, is a, he just copies things. He wants to be like God. Yeah. Uh, he wants to make you think, I can do what God do. Not true. God is the creator. Man. God can create some stuff you ain't never seen before. Amen. And you still be scratching your head. How in the world? I know I do. No, what kind of? I was doing going there to do this and this. And how did I end up with this? He's <laughs> just scratching because he created new stuff as you go along. And he tell you that. Old things have passed away. You don't live like that no more. Behold, everything is new. I don't fix broken things, Rudy. What are you talking about, Lord? You don't fix broken things. All these broken hearts, broken people. I create new things. I'm the creator. <laughs> when he showed me that that day, that blew my mind. Lord, you don't fix broken things. You know, all these stuff, 
I am the creator. When you, when this, all this stuff passed away, what the Bible says, let's do the scripture. You're going to get a new heaven, a new earth, a new glorified body. He said, well, I'm going to fix your old body here. No, you get a brand new one. Everything is going to pass away. Everything is going to be new. A new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. Is that what he said? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So here, John sees this other beast coming out of the earth. But he looks like a lamb now. Check that out. Because Jesus is what to God? The lamb of He's the lamb of God, right? Well, John is saying this beast he's seen, the second one coming out of the earth, looks like a lamb. Is that what the scripture said? And he spake as a dragon. Who in the world is this? Huh? I told y'all that first beast was, was represented with government, right? And leaders. That's the first beast he saw. He had all them crowns. <clears throat> but this one right here, this one right here, it says, had the two horns like a lamb and spake like a dragon. And I, I was showing you Satan's unholy trinity. What is that, man? I'll say, what is you talking about? Okay, <laughs> let me break that down. Satan's unholy trinity. The trinity, Satan's unholy trinity consists of Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Okay, did I call him out for you? Yeah. I'm going to go slow so y'all can get this because I don't want y'all to miss this ever again. Amen? Amen. So that's his unholy trinity, right? So we already saw the Antichrist. So when, when did we see that? When I showed you that first beast that came up out of it. See, that was the rulers, all these kings, all these, but they antichrist. Say, so, well, why do you say that man to God? Well, why they make laws that men can marry men and women can marry women? Huh? They go, they rolling with Christ? Huh? Is that what they're doing with that? Is that something Christ said is, is cool? No. No. So they antichrist, but they get power. Y'all gonna catch this. See, they can tell y'all, y'all, everybody get a shot. Okay, I'm going to let that alone. I'm going to let it alone. <laughs> let me get back in the scriptures. I'm in the scriptures. Okay, I'm going to stay in these scriptures. So he saw this one coming up, right? He had two horns like a lamb. Okay, and he spake as a dragon. Now the other one, I said, was the Antichrist, right? That first one that came up, right? Because this is another one that's coming up. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This second beast this is the false prophet. Huh? He, he, he had the horns like a lamb, but out of his mouth, huh? He's speaking like a dragon. He's talking like the churches is talking. Well, uh, you all come in my church. Uh, I suggested we roll with the government. What? Huh? Oh, it's election time. Let's let. Politician XYZ come in and talk to the people. Uh -oh. No, this pulpit is for the man of God. You let him talk outside when they get done, when they walk out. He can pass his pamphlets out. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, who I pointed out so far? I pointed out the Antichrist. Amen. Now I'm pointing out the false prophet. 
Amen. Okay, y'all, watch out. Please take notes. Take some notes. The second beast is the false prophet. That's what we're seeing right now. You know who the false prophet is going to be? That's going to be a religious leader. Huh? That's who the false prophet is going to be. The false prophet is the one that's going to use that mark of the beast and force that on the people. Uh-oh. Lord have mercy. Huh? The false prophet is going to be having you to worship the Antichrist. Huh? The false prophet is going to have you to worship. I showed you the Antichrist, right? Now I just showed you the false prophet. Let's go. Let's keep reading the scriptures. Go to verse 12 for me, grandson. It says, and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him. So this false prophet is exercising all the power that the first beast had. That's what this is saying. And causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. What in the world? That's why people don't read Revelation. Because you'll be sitting there like, what are you talking about? Amen. Amen. Well, you know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to down to the lowest common denominator. Amen. Amen. So now it says, he exercises all the power of the first beast before him. This is the second beast. The false prophet. And causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So the first beast is wounded. Saying, but this this second beast, which I said is the false prophet, is having the people have got some just as much power as the first one, but he's causing the earth people in the earth to worship the first the government. That's what I'm saying. But then it says, whose deadly wound was healed. This revelation right here because I want to go slow. Well, what was the wound? Huh? What was the wound that affected the whole world? Because them kings, they was from everywhere. It's all the kings. That's what that first beast represented. But they got wounded. That's what it says. Okay, let me give you this before I unleash this. Do you know it's only been two times that the whole world was affected? I mean, something that happened and affected the whole world. And then, you know what the first time was? The flood. Noah told him to get in the boat. Noah said, get in the boat. Everybody in the boat. Amen. Because this world is about to be over. Get in the boat. I'm trying to hear that. Not getting in the boat. Amen. That affected the whole world. And the second thing that affected the whole world is the coronavirus. Mm. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mm. <laughs> I feel privileged the Lord even showed me that the coronavirus affected the whole world. Amen. Do you hear me? Uh-huh. Everybody, we got to lock the world down. Nobody can get nothing. <laughs> 
Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord. So this scripture, what is it saying, saints? It's saying that the world system was healed, but the false prophet caused the earth and everyone in it to worship the first beast. So you know what I'm thinking? The coronavirus is going to be gone. It's going to be healed. It said the, the first beast was healed. I'm thinking it's going to be healed. Right? Y'all with me? Amen. But the false prophet is going to be saying, let's depend on the government. Let's do what they say do. Amen? That's what they're going to be talking about. Let's do what the government say do. They heal. They will. Everything looks good. Thank God for the coronavirus. That's what the scripture is saying. It says, and he exercises all the power of the first beast. We're talking about the second beast, the false prophet, before him, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. The government. The false prophet going to be standing. It ain't going to be me. Amen. Because I'm telling you to the contrary right now. Worship only. Hey, y'all better get that message. God gave us the message for it. Well, even show me this. I'm even talking about worship God only. The man who worships the man is cursed. The man who worships God is like a tree that's sitting by rivers of living. Remember that message? He set us up. He gave us the answer before the problem comes. Oh, y'all better catch this. Y'all hear me on Zoom. I hope y'all hearing this. Amen. Listen to me, thanks to God. Thank you, Jesus. This scripture is saying the world system was healed, but the false prophet is going to cause the earth and everyone in it to worship the first beast. Look at verse 13. And he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. This is the second beast. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Who's giving him power? The beast. <laughs> that first beast is giving him power. Look what he's going to be doing. See, y'all forewarned. I'm just trying to show you what's coming. I'm trying to show it to you. <laughs> Listen, saints of God, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. So some false prophet, and it's not going to be me, it's going to be telling the people, hey, we, the government, is they on our side. Huh? They healed. They they. Everything is good. They, they figured out the way to get rid of the coronavirus. But I'm here to tell you something else is coming down the pipe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And he's and setting you up to also receive it. Say amen to that. Amen. Huh? I'm going to make it play so you can see it. Look at verse 15. And he had the power to give life until the image of the beast. The false prophet is going to give life to the image of the beast. <laughs> that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would 
not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So now the false apostle, huh, this is good. look at the picture. Look at this picture, saints. <clears throat> so this false prophet, he's going to be in his church talking about the government is right to, to tell you to take whatever, you should be taking it. If they say take a shot, take a shot. Whatever they tell you to do, they should do. And if you don't do it, they should just kill you. Is that what the scripture said? <laughs> Look what the scripture said. And cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast, which represented the government. That's what came up first. That's what he saw. Right? They should be killed. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You picked the right day, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Any place that you could have been, woo, you picked the right day to be up in here. Praise God. Look at verse 16. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Who's causing it? The false prophet. Not the Antichrist. See, that's the government. Huh? And the leaders there. But the false prophet is doing all this in the church. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Man of God lining up with this mess. Amen. What are they not talking to God? He ain't going to tell me nothing different and not tell them. He's no respecter of persons. Yeah. Oh, their relationship must not be tight. It can't be tight. Because when he talking to me, although I used to say, no, now why are you saying this to me? You don't say it to TD or this person. I used to say that. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> Amen. But now I don't speak foolish like that to him anymore. Lord, tell me the truth. I want to know all the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Amen. And he's telling it to me. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's saying he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. This beast, the false prophet, is encouraging the people to receive a mark. Amen. In the last days. Look at verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Are you seeing some similarities here? Did you, are you, did you have the vaccination? No. Well, then you can't come in. You can't go shopping. You're not going to the restaurant. Show me your car. You got a car? Show it to me. Oh, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't. Okay, well, you can't come in. Y'all seeing any similarities? Man. Look at the scripture. Man. God is, isn't God awesome? He just warned you. He don't let you be ignorant. Only reason you can be ignorant is if you just want to be ignorant. But God is going to get you the message. Man. Amen. Man. Let me read verse 17 again. It says, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Verse 18. Here is wisdom. Uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody, some people say, if you, don't, if you don't get the vaccine, you don't have no wisdom. Mm, I'm reading this to them right now. Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is 600, three score, and six. 
Saints of God, we know that 666, right? Amen. That's nothing that we don't know. We know the mark of the beast is going to be 666, correct? And there's so many. See, the number of man is six, right? Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. But God's perfect number is seven. Amen? amen? So man falls a little short. I want you to see this. Man falls short because the perfect number in God is seven. Man is six, created on the sixth day. <laughs> Come on, say amen to that. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So this is saying right here that we are have felt fallen short, and we have. That's why we need God. Amen. Why do we need God? Because we fell short. Amen. Grandson, we need God, son. He's not optional. You know, you can buy a car and they can say, what options you want? Give me that. Give me the tinted windows. Give me the best wheel. Give me it. But with God, he's a necessity. Amen. You have Amen. to have him. You want to walk with him. He will yes, show you Lord. things you never dreamed of. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Here is wisdom. <laughs> Let them that have understanding count the number of the beast. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So this is saying, let's, let's do a quick review. The false prophet will use a mark to force people to worship the Antichrist. I pointed out who the Antichrist is and who the false prophet is. Amen. 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 I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go into this next week because I got quite a bit of food up here. Amen. Amen. Here's the question all you all want to ask me. I'm gonna ask myself. So, man of God, are you saying that the coronavirus is the mark of the beast? Is that what you're saying, man of God? Asking myself a question for y'all. Now write it down so you don't get it twisted. So I'm about to give you the answer. Some of y'all might want to quote me. The answer is no. I do not believe that the coronavirus is the mark of the beast. No, I don't believe that. But do you, you know what I do believe? It is ushering it in. Amen. That's not See, the devil is a liar. He's a perverter. He's wicked. He'll set you up. He's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What does that mean, man of God? He's shown you the good, Ahmad. See, when the devil comes to you, he don't show you the wickedness in what you do. He make it look good to you. But all wrapped up in it is the evil. That's why God said, you cannot eat from that tree. He told him, don't eat from that tree. Oh, it looks good. A lot of brothers get in, in a whole lot of trouble for what looks good. Amen? Yeah. But all wrapped up in it is that evil. Amen? That you needed to avoid. Say amen to that, brothers. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus. So, no, this coronavirus is not the mark of the peace. It's not it. But it sure is setting it up because the false prophet is making us say, hey, do what the government say. Government on TV. Everybody get a shot. False prophet. 
Get a shot. Are you silly? You're not getting a shot? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Here, let me let me repeat what Pastor Brian, my spiritual dad, said again. If you get the shot you, and you're in Christ, you're good. And if you don't get the shot and you're in Christ, you're still good. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Oh, thank you. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Thank you. I'm going I'm to I'm share the rest of that food next week because it's a lot. And I want to go slow. I don't want to rush through that. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for your word today. Thank you for not having us to be ignorant, but that we know the truth. Because you said the truth would absolutely positively make us free. And we want to be free in you, Lord. So thank you for your word. Thank you for revelation of your word. Thank you for peace. Thank you for love. Thank you for joy. Thank you for perfect help. I speak that over your people right now in the name of Jesus. I speak health over them, Lord. I speak peace over them, comfort and love, Lord, over them and their families, Lord. I thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, for everyone who's here, and I thank you for allowing me to share your word at another time. I thank you for it, Lord. Hallelujah to you. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah.